0: messy and often leaves us feeling unprepared. We are going to have real conversations about what goes on in a mama's mind and heart and share encouragement to help you discover the joy in the middle of chaos. It's time for you to become the confident woman of God you were made to be in motherhood and beyond. So here we go. Let's get down and dirty. Hey everyone and welcome back to the Messy Mind Mama podcast and I just want to thank you for joining us again, having so much fun doing this and learning this. Um, Today I want to talk about transitions and it doesn't matter who you are, if you are alive, you will experience transitions. What are transitions exactly that I'm talking about? A transition is a process or period of changing or moving from one state or condition to another. Now, notice it didn't say that you're living in two places at once and being in two conditions at the same time, which is the difficult part of that, I think. (laughs) Transitions can be big, or small, when something moves or shifts or changes in any capacity, it's a transition. And it's something that we all have to learn to deal with. A transition can be something as minute as changing your brand of toothpaste, or it can be doing and rearranging your living room, or something large like having a baby or moving across the world. I personally am no stranger to transitions both Big and small. My husband's personality and mine are very different. So he can't stay still for too long. He likes the challenge, a project, something fun. He's a hard worker. He is an adventurer, a traveler. He loves the thrill of the unknown and something new. He does not work a nine to five job, um, but rather one that changes daily as to what he will be doing, where he'll be working, the layout, the layout, of his day, everything. I don't like transitions (laughs) and little changes take me a long time to get used to. So for example, rearranging a room or changing a portion of my routine throws me off completely. And it leaves me feeling on edge, a little uneasy for a few days to weeks even. And it takes a while for me to adjust. Um, I won't change things in my schedule or around the house unless I have to. That's just my personality. I resist and I avoid those changes. But I can't avoid change for several reasons. Change is a part of life. Change is also good. Um, I'm married to someone who likes to lead our home through the thrill of change and moving forward it is great but it's also really difficult so my husband will buy furniture rearrange the kids rooms plan an impromptu trip change something on the itinerary because he saw something else that looked cool and in case you were wondering yes it drives me nuts and it makes me all out of whack and sometimes a little grumpy and out of sorts with it in the long run though when i look back at those things i'm super grateful because it forces me to adapt it forces me to be flexible it forces me to grow and change a little bit i noticed that when we are flexible that when i do those things we end up having more fun something that we normally would have missed happens there's family bonding that happens uh the thing that he changes or rearranges ends up actually working better for us And we're all more lively and happy for it, I think. We are truly better off, but man, it is so hard. It's so hard in the moment. I'm going through it all the time. I try to plan and prepare, but something always changes. This is a way of trying to control a situation when you feel out of control. And you want to know what it really ends up looking like, I will admit that when you're trying to control and you're trying to plan everything out, it really ends up looking like flailing, a lot like flailing. (laughs) This always ends up throwing me off and causing me more unrest. So life has forced me to look at transitions from a different perspective because I do want to thrive. I do want to be a better person. And I see that there is good in changing those ways a little bit. So I started looking at those transitions or trying to look at them more as seasons, and seasons occur routinely, and seasons are when things have to change. It's unhealthy if they don't change. Think about the weather, how the earth goes through cycles. There's four different seasons. You see beauty in every single one, in spring, in summer, in fall, in winter. They all have their own unique purpose. They have their own unique elements that we get to enjoy. And there may be some good and bad mixed in there, but ultimately each season has a good purpose, a good outcome that comes with that change. And if we get stuck in one weather season, we would miss the beauty of all the others. For example, when you're stuck in winter too long, you know, or the summer heat drags itself out past its time, you start to... Get that antsy feeling, that need that something different needs to occur. You need that snow to be gone. We just in January of this year had a crazy amount of snow, more than we've ever had for Tennessee, really. And it was beautiful and it was amazing. But after a while, I was like, all right, I'm kind of ready to move on from the snow. And there's a reason for that. There's a part of us, an innate part of us, that needs that transition that change something for each season every time i've been forced through a transition i look back and i'm thankful for it and there is a biblical aspect to that as well the bible says that there's a season for everything a time for things to change there's a time for happiness there's a time for sadness and sorrow yeah even anger and sorrow have a place Yes, I said that. Um, And the same applies for motherhood. In motherhood, there actually is a time in which we are supposed to wrestle with and grieve and work through our emotions and the transitions that happen. When you have kids that are growing up, they're constantly going through transition and taking you with them. Whether you want them to or not, one day you're bottle feeding them, and changing the diapers, and the next minute you're having a full-on intellectual conversation with them. Every mom deals with the struggle between the excitement of a new stage and the sadness of the old one passing. And that's that's normal. Um, if we don't take the time to balance the emotions of every single stage though, we're gonna be in trouble. And that's where I have found myself many, many times. When I was first becoming a mom, I got caught in wanting to go back to the life before having kids. I wanted the pre-pregnancy body. I wanted uh, the longer, more stable sleep schedule, and I wanted the socialization and the friendships that I had before having babies. In essence, I was miserable because I was longing for those things that were in a different season. I secretly held it all in and didn't realize I was doing that because I love my baby, but I hated where life was because I wanted to go back to what I considered to be the better version of myself pre-kids. And I ended up in a full-on war with myself, with where I was. I would cry and be angry at my body every time I was up at 2 a.m. with a cranky baby. I would grit my teeth and just complain of being tired and use it as an excuse to be cranky or blame the baby for everything. What was actually happening, though, was I was holding on to a picture of what life should be that was unrealistic to my current situation and season. I'll say that again. I was currently holding on to a picture of what life should be in my mind that was actually unrealistic to my current season and situation. It wasn't that one was bad or one was better than the other. The pieces just didn't fit. And I wasn't looking at the right pieces, the right situation for where my life was and accepting that. Um, It wasn't until I actually grieved the previous life and went through that season of actually processing the transition that I was able to let go of what was and fully accept the amazing and the wonderful adventure that was in front of me. What do I mean by grieving? Um most people think of grieving in terms of when someone dies, when you lose someone. And that's not too far off base. You are in a sense losing someone or something. But what is grieving look like as well? You know, what is it? What does it look like for us? Grieving is when you are working through a loss of something or someone and it takes time. If you talk to grief counselors, they say that everyone has their own timeline and it may take someone a different amount of time than someone else to go through that process. So it is allowing yourself to feel the upset of all the emotions that come with giving up a season. And it is allowing yourself to feel the excitement and the nervousness of the new and the unknown. Grieving is a time of truly expressing those emotions and those feelings that have been built up and doing that in a healthy way. So some of us don't even deal with the emotions of that time and go through that process some of us try to go through that process but we do so in an unhealthy manner just for example some of the things that would be healthy processing would look like journaling talking to someone like a friend or someone that's been through a similar situation in life going to counseling there is nothing wrong with counseling Uh, I think that everyone should do it even when they're healthy let alone when they're struggling with something Taking on the physical action can actually help symbolize letting go. I do that a lot of the time. Um, I can create an activity for myself to do. If I'm trying to get rid of something, I may write it down on a piece of paper and like physically get rid of that piece of paper. That helps me work through transitions. And when we work through transitions, it, like I said, takes time, but it's also a necessary process. I also think that grieving, and this is something that I didn't really think about until later on, grieving is not just in the major transitions, and it's not just an occasional thing. Grieving and actually letting yourself process emotions for any area of life, let alone the fast-moving pace and constant changing world of motherhood, should be a regular thing. There's actually different workouts and things called somatic workouts um, and somatic processing in which you can actually push your, your body and your mind through different exercises to help release some of the emotions that are inside. They are even now encouraging people to do something to make yourself cry. And as crazy as it sounds, as weird as it sounds, or as embarrassing as you think it might be to do that, I think there actually is some good in that because they're pointing to a process in which you are actually dealing with the things that are going on in your life. When I actually went through the process of just crying and letting out the frustration of Why am I not like this anymore? I don't like that I don't like this anymore, but I also like being a mom and being where I am right now. And I actually got that out, got that off my chest, processed that through writing and talking to people and praying about that. I purposely put that on the forefront of my mind. It became something that actually allowed me to let go. And not that I forgot that time frame, not that I can't. Go back to doing things that I used to do in that pre-kid timeframe, but it was the thought that and the healing thought—it's actually healing—to uh, think that I didn't have to have life that way anymore. To realize that the puzzle pieces that I were tr- that I was trying to put together weren't fitting is actually very freeing, at least to me. And so I would encourage you today that. If you are in motherhood at all, whatever stage of motherhood you are at, I really encourage you to actually stop for a second and just look at your life and the season that you're in. Realize where you're at in a transition because generally you either are going through a transition, coming out of a transition, or about to go into another transition. And like I said, when you're a parent, Those things tend to happen at a quicker pace a lot of the time because your kids are constantly growing. Your child moves from learning one thing to the next to being involved in this activity and that activity and uh, being at different points in their spiritual walks and their physical abilities and you have to keep up with those things. And if we are allowing ourselves to say Oh, I really wish that we were back at that baby stage again, you know, but I'm really glad that where we're at now, if we can can have those conversations without complaining about the current season and the current thing that we're in, but doing a healthy version of processing those things. There's a difference between complaining about where you're at and wishing that you were somewhere else and actually verbalizing, hey, I'm feeling this process, but I'm doing so, and I'm talking through this process to move on to the next one. Then it shifts your your purpose, your goal, your language a little bit. And I want to remind you that you processing this is not just for you. It's for your children so that they can have a healthy mom that can move forward in life with them and doesn't get stuck in a moment or stuck in a season or force them to do the same. And it also is for those around you. You have better relationships, better minds that you speak better about your life when you have processed things, been allowed to process your things. And I do say that processing is good when you talk it out with someone but i mean someone that you can have in confidence that will encourage you in the right direction because what i find happens a lot is that moms specifically will get together and talk and it becomes a huge complaining session about their life and that is actually destructive and does not help anyone around you does not help you process so pick the right people to process with but In that processing, I think it's also important to realize that while it's for you, while it's for your kids, it can also be for the other moms around you. When you get into a situation where you're talking with other moms and they want to make it a complaining fest, just encourage them. You can redirect the conversation to be more about, let's process, let's walk through that, let's look at the amazing things that are coming in the season right now. And seasons are from god as difficult as they are as transitions are difficult for us to keep up with and keep going and we think it may wear us out the main key is keeping focused on a who not a what it's staying focused on the lord and what he has because he created us for his kingdom work and his purpose and when you are focused on a past season that you finally got a grip on and you finally felt good about, but he wants you to look forward to a new season, you're missing something. You're missing something that God has for you. So it's even more vitally important to the, the kingdom work, the purpose, the identity that you have in Christ for you to process through things because he has you in a season for a reason that rhymes has you in a season for a reason he has you in that place in that time perfectly and for a reason and when he moves you from that season and that place and that thing you need to be willing to go with that because if you stayed this is key if you have to realize that if you stay in that season that god's trying to move you out of it won't be what you think it's going to be anymore. There won't be that blessing there anymore. There won't be the benefits. It won't be easy anymore. It'll be more difficult because God has moved from that season and is trying to move you from that season into something bigger, better, into more blessing. If you're growing, I, ha- I heard from a pastor one point describe it like, when you go through a season, it's like going through grade school. You finally accomplish something. You finally learn a lesson. You finally get a handle on the third grade or whatever grade. And what's your reward? You leave that grade and move to the next grade where things are harder and new. And you have to learn things all over again and try to master that grade. And when you master that grade, you move on to the next one the harder things, the bigger things. And That's what it is in life and that's what it is with the seasons and the transitions. And when you're walking with the Lord and asking the Lord what he has for you and you're moving from one season to the next when he's asking you to do it, it will be an amazing blessing. It'll be an amazing time in your life. It will never be easy. It will always be some level of difficulty, but it will be doable with God in the right time and season. Another thing that you can relate it to, I don't know if you guys have ever seen the movie Inside Out. I am a mom of littles, so I watch a lot of cartoons. I watch a lot of kid movies and shows, but the funny thing is I am constantly learning something from it and pulling something away from it. And Inside Out was one of those. Um, If you think about the movie, you know, sorry if you haven't seen it, spoiler alert, but the family moves, It's a quick move, it's a change, it's transition, it's upset for this girl. And the whole premise of the movie is she internally is dealing with different emotions from the move and the change happening. But what's going on is she's trying to keep it in one emotion and ignore the others. She's trying to be happy, trying to be perfect, trying to do all these things and is not processing what's going on. She's not actually taking the time to work through those emotions and allow herself to be upset that she moved and sad that she left her friends and angry that her parents made her do so. And in the end, what you see is things keep getting worse and worse and worse for her life. She keeps going down paths that are more and more destructive she gets angrier and angrier and ends up running away from home and lying to her parents and doing things that she would never ever do because she's not processing and she's not in the place that she's supposed to be and at the end you see her actually break down go through those emotions talk with those parents about those emotions and she's able to be happy and sad at the same time I actually my kids are young but I am a big believer that you can talk to your kids about big things even when they're little and so I talk to my kids about their emotions and it can be very confusing to a child to have more than one emotion sometimes they're growing in those emotions they're expanding in those emotions and how they feel and I tell them I'm like are you a little bit happy about this? Are you a little bit sad about this? That's okay. You can be happy, sad about this. You can be both happy and sad. There's a choice, though, in what to do. Are you going to act on the sad or are you going to act on the happy? You're allowed to feel both, but you have to choose what you do with it and how you respond to those emotions. And this is something that I don't do a great job of being an example of in especially the anger category, but you get to choose. And so I want us to walk away today and choose to actually allow ourselves to process through our emotions, our situations, and our transitions, the chosen ones and the ones that inflict themselves upon us. So my prayer for you today is that you would do something healthy. Find a healthy outlet that's unique to you, that allows you to process all of your emotions, to be happy, sad, mad sad whatever it is and to work through those emotions so that you can actually fully enjoy each season that you're in well that's all the time we have for today so thank you for joining us and we'll see you next time Thank you for tuning in to the Messy Mind Mama podcast. For more, visit us on Instagram at Messy Mind Mama and go to our website, britannyserbin.com to learn more about your host and grab your copy of Dirty Diapers, Messy Minds, also available on Amazon. It's time for us to find joy in the chaos and for you to become the mighty woman of God that you were meant to be in motherhood and beyond.